Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, 5 foot 2 and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's not very good to start yawning right when your <laughs> your intro's talking about explosions. <laughs> I'm just tired, people. It's only Wednesday. Come on now. You know what it is? This weather needs to cooperate with me, okay? This is not the time to get all rainy and make me want to be sitting at home underneath the fleece with my baby gator in my lap with a candle flickering and a cup of tea, okay? This ain't the time for this weather. Anyway, glad to have you guys here with me. We are streaming live, of course, as we as we always do every night on Facebook at the Answer San Diego page. Yeah, we actually had some thunder today. We did. Uh, <laughs> or was that the sound of Cuomo sexuals career <laughs> imploding? <laughs> uh, give us a buzz here. 888-344-1170. Whatever is on your mind. What do you think about uh, being called a Neanderthal if you don't want the masks, um, which is Joe Biden's deplorable. We've got an immigration story that is just really going to make your head explode. If you want to weigh in on that, we, we're hearing rumors coming out of CPAC that Trump, you know, uh, he's he pretty much teased out that he's going to be running in 2024. We'll see. But there's rumors that if he does run in 2024, it ain't going to be with Mike Pence. We've got to talk about that. We've got uh, hearings that have been happening on the Hill. And let me tell you, you're going to want to stay tuned for this. I think homicidal sexual has kind of sucked all the oxygen out of the room. But let me tell you, you want to listen to this because of what's going on with the FBI and the DOJ and how they are trying to exploit what happened on January 6th for increased power. So definitely stay tuned for that. We've got a couple of great guests lined up for tonight. We've got to Dr. Steve Turley's back. He's only been on once before. And uh, we just thought he was so great. Turley Talks is his website. And he's got a couple of, uh, a couple of interesting takes on some stories he's going to be here. And then the bottom half of the hour, Julie Kelly will be here. She is uh, the author of the book uh, Dishonorable oh shoot I don't have it in front of me it's about the never Trumpers I'll have that in front of me when we bring her on she's also a contributor to AM Greatness and she's written some amazing pieces doing really good investigative work about what really happened on the Capitol and we need to be talking about this because there is tyranny being brewed up because of what happened on the Capitol. So she will be here at the bottom half of the hour and other stories to bring to you guys. And the man who's with me all throughout the hour is none other than DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Did not come this far to overcome this much and fight this hard only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington swamp. 
And there we drop a mic. Yeah. Well, um, the swamp is, is in full effect. The, the swamp is in full effect in, in many different ways all across the country. I don't even know where to begin. Let's talk. And we've got to begin with, with Cuomocidal sexual because there's so many different aspects of this story. Andrew Cuomo came out and did his usual press conference and said he had a big announcement. And you, you've got to think about this story within the context of a couple of, of couple of areas here. Uh, one of which is the ongoing theme. Of, of tyranny but this is going on right now this this story that's breaking supposedly about sexual harassment with uh, new york's governor when it really there's different theories as to why this is breaking now but this is we're day three into into women's history month okay and i can't turn on my tv without seeing a profile of some liberal woman and it and so a couple things come to mind here first of all you were the people that that how do we have a Women's History Month when you were the people that just told us that there's no such thing as gender, right? But if we're going to really talk about Women's History Month, okay, you Democrats, you're the ones who are pushing this out there. You never feature any conservative woman. So women's, women's History Month is all about, it's all about you, right? Okay, well, then let's talk about the Democrats' history of women and treatment of women. Because it's all about the abuse of women, every bit of it. Even, and, and that was even before Ted Kennedy, who, you're, the great lion of the Senate, Left a woman to drown to death. We could sit here and do. We could sit here and, and do as we've done many times, talking about how 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 difficult it is for a woman to make it into this into this world through the birth canal because of the Democrats' desire to kill unborn girls and and boys in the womb. But we're talking about Women's History Month. But let's talk about the Me Too movement because Cuomo comes out today. Where are you, women? You Me Tooers. Right. Cuomo comes out today and says a couple of things that are extraordinary. First of all, he says, I ask you to wait and not make a decision until you hear the evidence. Oh, so, 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 so forget, believe all women. Now, suddenly we have innocent to proven guilty. But, you know, and we had believe all women, even when we had zero evidence against people like Brett Kavanaugh. And in fact, when we knew that it was ridiculously trumped up manufactured lies. But let me tell you something, Cuomo. A couple of things here I think are important that I want to mention that I think haven't been said is that he said that he had no idea that he was making anybody uncomfortable. First of all, he said there was no evidence. You look at that picture that's going around of him with this girl's face in his hands. I never touched anybody inappropriately. Tata Skins, when you meet a woman for the first time, you go grab her face, ask her if you can kiss her. Uh, that would be a big no. You got to be told that that, that 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 you don't put your hands on people. The Democrat Party is telling you today that that's okay. That they 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 uh, shoved and installed a man into the White House on us who spent his entire career doing that. In fact, Cuomo kind of trotted out the Biden defense to ah, this is just how I greet people, right? It was the most unsincere apology I've ever heard. It, because it wasn't an apology. In fact, he went on to say, I had no idea. I never touched anybody inappropriately. And I had no idea that anybody was uncomfortable. And this is where I take umbrage. And I want to make it very clear on behalf of women. The entire point of any form of abuse, in particular sexual harassment, is to make women uncomfortable. That's the whole point of using your power. It's to make a woman squirm. That's where the high is. That's where the satisfaction comes from. We, it took us a long time in this country to understand that rape is not about sex. It's about power. 
And that's what sexual harassment is. He gets off on making people uncomfortable. That's why he wore those nipple rings. That's what, that's what sexual harassment and the use of power is all about. We already have the evidence. Some people are saying it was right for him from a, from a legal standpoint to not resign. But let me tell you, could there be any Republican still sitting in his position as governor, Potato Skins? No, with not, this? not even close. We have, we have mounds of evidence. But this is absolutely meant to avoid and to distract from the deaths of seniors that he caused. Absolutely, without question. Daniel Greenfield had a, has a really interesting take on it. It's a little bit different today, and um, he's at Front Page Mag. I encourage you guys to go read it. Um, he thinks that one of the accusers is coming out now because she's actually a Bernie supporter, and this is about trying to take him down so that they can actually seize upon the moment of what's going on with coronavirus and Biden in the White House and all of that to actually get a handpicked socialist to replace him yeah, it wouldn't surprise me and i think that's that's a really plausible that i mean we know it's not because they care about women we know that for a fact because let me tell you somebody was just saying on facebook what do you think sarah lee is thinking about this you, do you know who sarah lee is no. from food network she had that really bad show i mean <laughs> you could tell she's got bad choices in men because her recipes were inedible it was semi-homemade cookie with sandra lee you couldn't you you couldn't you couldn't even swallow it okay Anyway, you know, come on. This this man is who is uh, this is clear, just like Joe Biden. This is who he's been for decades. Right. So, you know, she's she's clearly got poor choices in men. That's what I want to say about that. Um, one other thing about um, the women's before I, I get into immigration and then we're going to have to switch to Steve Turley. We might have to spend a little bit more time on immigration towards the end, or maybe we'll touch on it with Steve Turley and with Julie Kelly, because we got to continue to talk about Lots this. Going on. I do want to finish up with this thing about women's history month, because let me tell you women out there, we, what it, it's, they, they push through the quote equality act where they destroy the lives of women and girls and they make it possible for men to go into, to use the restroom and showers with women. And we're just going to move on from this topic. No, we're not. This is day three of which I see crap like the today show on Instagram showing a quote of Maya Rudolph today. I've never set out to write a funny movie or be a funny comedian as a woman. I am a woman. I don't really have a choice in the matter. My goal is just to be funny. Hashtag empower her in big letters. Letters. And, I'm, and, and I actually put out there, well, you know, isn't how transphobic of Maya Rudolph to say that she's a woman. See, they want to have their cake and eat it, too. This is and, and this topic. They want to say on the one hand for power when it suits them, that there's no such thing as gender. Then they want to say, on the other hand, that they're the party of women and they're going to do all this empower her crap and push out stuff like Maya Rudolph. Pick a side. Well, well. It, and the thing is, is that this this is an area in which the Republican Party could easily win if they bothered to push back. But they don't. But they don't push back. We have grown men who are now going to be competing against women in sports. We have young men to where, that are going to completely wipe out young girls' entire uh, careers in term, and all their work to try to work towards scholarships. Where are the men of America? First of all, imagine if a Republican woman had said that conservative said, I am, I am a woman and, 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 and like Gina Carano, if she had said, I'm a woman, I don't really have any choice in that. But where are the men out there? The Republic, we have every fact on our side, the Republican party. We have science on our side. We have the American people. We even have the Martina Navratilova on our side saying, you can't, you can't have men compete with women. This is such an important issue. 
And the they, pushback is zero. And there's no, there's zero pushback whatsoever. There are many people that are saying today that really the 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 precipice was really reached yesterday. Steve Turley, I'm going to ask him to comment on this about Dr. Seuss. We've really reached the point of fascism. Glenn Beck said today, we've really this is we are at the point of fascism. Seuss Enterprises has said they're not even going to publish the six books. Um, you know, this is this is really the How end do of freedom. you ban Dr. Seuss? Yeah, this is the end of freedom, Glenn Beck said. And, you know, I, 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 I say the end of freedom came when we completely canceled women and it's the democrat party i'm old enough to remember when you all stood on the, uh, in, in 2012 and said that you couldn't vote for mitt romney because he had a binders full of binders full of women which was obviously resumes and yet i just laid out for you all the different ways the democrat party has abused women over the years from their sexual assaults from bill clinton and ted kennedy and beyond to um to the abortion issue i mean i, I don't even have enough time to get into all of it and now with this this is a flat-out assault on women, and there is nobody speaking out on it. No, no, we, I, I'm even seeing what are supposed to be conservative outlets running ads for, for Women's History Month. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Dr. Steve Turley because he's like, you know what? He's, he's about trying to give us reasons to feel good as conservatives at this crazy time, and he's actually got a couple topics uh, that I, I wanted to bring to you guys tonight. So stay tuned. We've got Turley Talks coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. You know who, who else tells it like it is? Dr. Steve Turley from Turley Talks. And uh, he tells it like it is in a little bit of a different way, though. He's he's got a positive take on some things that are happening out there. I know things look bleak right now. I know y'all uh, calling in every night telling me we got to keep the focus on on election integrity, and we we're going to keep focused on that. But I think we gotta we gotta be looking for something positive when it's there, right? Because if there's you know otherwise, you know what's the point? We know that we have reason to to have hope. And and uh, joining me now to give his special and unique take is Dr. Steve Turley. He says on his Twitter and. Follow him on Twitter at Dr. Turley Talks. And he says the secular world is at its brink and a new conservative age is rising. Okay. And he joins me now to explain. Hey, Dr. Steve, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Andrea. I really appreciate being back with you. Yeah. Well, you had a, um, a piece about uh, Trump's speech that there's no need for a third party because this is Trump's party. This is the MAGA party, and he just needs to he needs to continue forth with that because MAGA's a movement. I heard today there's an article out today, according to Bloomberg, uh, that he's weighing a twenty twenty four run without Mike Pence. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see that, and especially with the rise of Rick DeSantis over the weekend and the straw poll with CPAC when. They did uh, the straw poll without Trump for 2024. DeSantis ran away with it. And, of course, Christy Nome as well came in second in that. Okay, so people are batting around those two names as a possible replacement for Pence. We'll have to see. I think just Pence is a little bit damaged goods because he just disappointed so many, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, conservatives and Trump supporters. They thought he could do more constitutionally than he did. And it was just part of the overall disappointment of the political class and how they acted after November 3rd, just dismissing very valid concerns 
that uh, 75 million people had with uh, voter integrity. Having said that, though, uh, MAGA, the MAGA agenda has never been stronger. It has never been more popular, continues to get more popular uh, with every day that passes, especially as we see the Obama era con- uh, conditions being reconstituted mm-hmm. by Biden. We have to remember those are the very conditions that gave us Trump in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Today, um, are you a fellow Neanderth- Neanderthal like me? Because we're, we're ne- Neanderthals, Dr. Steve, if we don't want to be wearing these masks. Right. Uh, Babylon B is just so hilarious. They've got it. They've got uh, you know who Babylon B is. They've got a headline tonight, an article. Nine billion people have already died from coronavirus since Texas ended their mask mandate. Uh, it, <laughs> it's great. I, it. I know it's hilarious. It's great that we've got some freedom happening. It's a little late. Um, and, the, the you know, the left, the CDC, that fraud Fauci, they're sitting around right now today thinking about how they can they can come up with another reason to keep us shut down uh, forever. So, um, you know, it's going to be continue. And that. And the, that goes hand in hand with against MAGA, right? Because MAGA, we're about individual freedom. MAGA, MAGA people are about what are you doing with these shutdowns? What are you doing with these mask mandates? So we have a Biden administration right now. We've got a deep state that's still in place. It really didn't go anywhere. FBI, DOJ, CDC and all that that's still in place trying to right. stop the MAGA movement. And the only thing that I think can really stop it going forward is this H.R. 1 bill. That has to do with the election integrity. I don't know if you're familiar with, with all of sure. it, but basically yeah. it's about centralizing the elections in D.C., which is against the Constitution, which would right. forever, right. you know, give them. I mean, that that forever give, you know, the Democrats control. They might throw us a few bones here and there with some congressional seats. But uh, how do you see that playing out? Yeah, well, we're finding well, a couple of ways. We're finding the Senate is not uh, necessarily on board with that. Senate's not becoming Biden's friend. We just saw, you know, his Office of Management Budget uh, nominee just basically thrown out there with her tail between the legs. She was humiliated because when tweets uh, from her uh, time at the America <laughs> Center for Progress, she just she was obviously a, a radical lib. And so they got rid of her. And we're finding, ironically, there are a few moderate Democrats. It ain't just Joe Manchin of uh, of West Virginia. They're just not they're not playing the game here. It's it's really fascinating. So I don't know if it would pass the Senate at this point. And even if it did, I do think, though, I've my my confidence, the Supreme Court's been severely shaken of late. Nevertheless, I do think it would be successfully challenged. Like you said, it is blatantly unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. The Constitution bestows what's called plenary authority to state legislatures to determine the place, time, and manner of elections. I'm loving your Rumble videos, what you're putting out there, Dr. Steve. You've got one about Wikipedia. Ain't nobody talking about this story. What's going on there? Oh, yeah, that's a really, really interesting one. So I, a lot of people may not know the name Larry Sanger, but they sure know his work, and he's a co-founder of Wikipedia several years back. Wikipedia used to have a neutrality policy, where they would have, you know, their volunteers and their editors come on in, write up the articles, approve them. Uh, it would be peer reviewed, as it were. And they thought they could have a really good, um, uh, part, you know, nonpartisan information base. Well, he's come out and said that's dead. And unfortunately, I've had my own personal um, experience with it, and I would fully concur. That's dead. Like all our other institutions mm-hmm. right now, it's been taken over by the far left. 
And so he's not he's not taking it sitting down. So he's starting his own alter, a parallel Wikipedia, which he's calling Encyclosphere. It's not up yet. It's still in the beta stage. But he, this is what conservatives have to do all across the board. Mm-hmm. We have to live as if D.C. is done. We have to live as if the swamp is over because their time really has come. A lot of scholars are talking about this modernist, liberal, globalist age that really ascended in the last few decades coming to an end. And really a new age that's centered on nationalism and populism and traditionalism. That's what's emerging all over the world. We have to start acting like that Mm -hmm. now. Stop complaining. Build our own structures. Build our own alt tech like Rumble and the like. Build our own alternative media sources. Build our own alternative Wikipedias. And that's what... That's what Larry Sanger is doing, mm-hmm. and I think it's great. It's, it's, it's part of what scholars call a parallel polis or just simply parallel structures. When they did it during the Soviet Union, when the dominant structures and institutions are just so corrupt, mm-hmm. it's incumbent upon citizens who love the truth to build their own structures so you can live out that truth. And I think we're doing that more and more every day. Uh, Glenn Beck is trending tonight because he said that uh, this Dr. Seuss Enterprises, their decision to not produce, not to publish any of the six books that the Biden administration's Department of Education has decided to ban. He said that it, it, we have reached the end of freedom. You disagreed. You had an, another rumble to where you, because I posted on my question on last night's show, have we reached the point where they have just gone too far? I mean, when you were banning cat in a hat you know dr seuss you've really gone too far and you did a rumble video where you feel like they have gone so far now they're about to cancel themselves absolutely just ask gina carana <laughs> you know right yeah so uh, right they they have so when all said and done what we have to understand is that these so-called experts and educators as uh, as we're they're told to us remember keep in mind when you ask what do parents think what do local communities think about the cat in the hat and they're like we don't know because they were never asked you mm-hmm. have experts and educators so-called shoving their perspectives down our throats. This is all rooted in what's called cultural Marxism. Mm-hmm. And cultural Marxism believes that societies comprise of power discrepancies where there's a dominant culture, generally white male, that's why white supremacism and male patriarchy are always blamed for everything, oppress and disenfranchise minority cultures through classist and sexist and racist practices and policies. So cultural Marxists argue that if they band together, then minority cultures can actually overthrow the dominant oppressive culture and then establish themselves as the new power brokers and thereby overcome their oppression. The problem with that is they've used something called repressive tolerance to, to make that happen. And repressive tolerance simply says that anything, and I know that sounds like square circles, by the way, <laughs> repressive tolerance, yeah. but what they say, anything that is of the dominant culture, the white male culture, you, you repress. Anything that comes from minority cultures, including women being minorities in, in power, uh, uh, then, then you are, then you celebrate it. And here's what someone like Gina Carano did. Gina Carano is a woman. She's a member of the victim class, but she sounded like a member of the oppressive class. She sounded like a white male. So what do you do? Well, you repress her. That's what you don't tolerate. 
you repress. So liberals are fundamentally about repression. And it doesn't take a genius to figure out if you're fundamentally about repression, eventually you start repressing yourself. You start repressing members of your own movement. And that's why you have the walk away movement with Brandon Strzok. This is mm-hmm. why you have the Gina Caranos. This is why you have um, uh, the, uh, the, the Blexit uh, that uh, Candace mm-hmm. Owens is pushing for. Um, where more and more and more so-called, you know, victims and oppressed are saying, you know what, we're not victims anymore. Right. And we've realized that the moment we say that, that we're liberated, then you repress us because we sound like the supposed oppressive class. And we only become, we're only allowed to be Democrats and liberals if we stay victims and we don't want to be victims anymore. So inevitably, cultural Marxism ends up eating itself. Well, I, I, I'd love to sit back and watch that buffet. Watch it go down. <laughs> Dr. Steve Turley, thank you so much for being here. You are such a joy and keep doing what you do. And everybody, um, the, just Google Steve Turley and then you can see all of his different ways. Go to, or go to TurleyTalks.com and you can, you can check out and find his Rumble videos. You can follow him on Twitter at Dr. Turley Talks, and that's Turley is T-U-R-L-E-Y. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you for all you do. All right. Thanks. All right. Stay tuned, guys, because we've got Julie Kelly, author of Disloyal Opposition and writer for AM Greatness, who's going to be here to talk about the Capitol. What's going on with all that? They're saying there's going to be another attack tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Instead of uh, laughing it up here with my man Skins, I probably should have been Googling a, a breaking news report that I saw in one of the monitors here in the studio that said that President Trump had received a summons regarding the, quote, riots that happened on January 6th for a lawsuit. Um, a lawsuit for what? Exercising his First Amendment rights? I mean, let me tell y'all, they, there it will be no end to the way in which they're going to be exploiting what they happened. They will find one way after the next. Uh, one way after the next. And I believe that that's what these hearings that have been going on uh, have been about. But I could be wrong. So I brought in uh, Julie Kelly. She's author of Disloyal Opposition, How the Never Trump Right Tried and Failed to Take Down the president. She's also a great writer and has amazing pieces over at uh, AM at, and this is the Twitter handle, at AM Greatness. And uh, she joins me now to discuss. Hello, Julie Kelly. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Andrea. Thanks so much for having me on. Do you know anything about this lawsuit that's breaking about the summons for Trump? At this point, I don't. Who I I don't. Who okay. issued it? I I they I just saw it on the Chiron. Um, I think I don't. I I think it's CNN had it up there. So so it's suspect. Huh. You know, absorb that absorb that Chiron at, at your peril because we have no idea. Um, but True. what we do know, Julie Kelly, uh, is that as I said at the intro, bringing you in, they are doing everything that they can to exploit this to try to magnify it beyond what it was uh, for power. In my opinion, to try to connect and, and declare and push the narrative that 75 million Trump supporters are a bunch of domestic terrorists and insurrectionists for some of them um, daring to question the outcome of the election. So I think that that's what's at play. But let's get into this hearing. What are what are like the top three takeaways that you think are important for people to know? 
Well, first of all, like Chris Ray has no business running the FBI. He never did. It was yet another appointment. Donald Trump never should have approved, and he should have been fired because he did everything that he possibly could to thwart any accountability or transparency at the FBI, and he's still doing it to this day. So, But we're stuck with him. There he is. The idea, Andrea, that Chris Ray continues to insist that domestic terrorists, white supremacist extremism uh, terrorists um, pose the greatest threat to our national security. Now, of course, he's not talking about Antifa mm-hmm. or Black Lives Matter. You know, he's talking about Trump supporters or Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, kind of these fringe groups um, that he's trying to uh, malign and uh, convince the American people that they really are the biggest threat to our national security. Um, also, he could not confirm or disclose the death of uh, Officer Sicknick, which I'm sure that you want to talk about, which I've been yes. reporting on for weeks. Um, and the idea that uh, Senator John Ossoff from Georgia directly asked Chris Ray why there was such a crime surge in major cities across the country, and the FBI director could not answer the question <laughs> because he didn't want to. So we are really in dangerous territory with what's happening at the DOJ and FBI continuation of what they've done for the past five years, targeting their political foes and acting as the law enforcement arm, consigliere enforcer of the Democratic Party. That's clearly got to be what it is, because right now Minneapolis is. is bracing for Black Lives Matter and Antifa to come yeah. and, and, and just uh, pick up part de of the terrorism that went across Minneapolis with the, with the trial that's about to take place. And at no point have they declared that domestic terrorism. At no point did the FBI use any kind of facial recognition or any of the means to go back over the months to try to identify and go knock on doors to everybody right. that was there. And that's the kind of crap that's happening right now. You know, they, you know, Candace Owens tweeted that and I think he retweeted it today that she mm-hmm. personally knows people that attended the rally that didn't go to the Capitol and got a knock on their door by the FBI. This actually, hear me out, is a, a, almost a continuation of, of Michael Flynn. I said when that happened with Michael Flynn, it, it can happen to you because what we have now is we have a weaponized FBI and DOJ. This entire purpose, and I think that's kind of what you were just saying, is now about uh, going out and and routing out and finding and destroying and and uh, criminalizing the opposition to the Democrat Party. That that's really what's going on here, isn't it? It absolutely is, and that's what's so unfortunate that no one had, was ever held accountable for the corrupt origins of Crossfire Hurricane, using fake political propaganda to convince a secret court to allow uh, them to surveil and spy on Trump associates and de facto the Trump campaign and the president himself. So that's what happens when these people aren't punished. It also is what happens when no one in the media is fired for lying to the American people for years about Russian collusion. Now Mm -hmm. they are allowed to lie about the death of a Capitol Police officer. And when they finally fess up and retract their story, no one gets fired. No one is publicly excoriated. The editor doesn't even bother to come out and apologize for what they've done. Um, so the media and the DOJ, of course, Democrats and some Republicans are all working together on this. But Andrea, I continue to follow the DOJ's investigation into January 6th. It is contemptible what our uh, top law enforcement agency is doing. I'm right now working on a report of an 18-year-old who was arrested February 5th, charged on a 
12 count indictment by a grand jury. He was in solitary confinement for three weeks. <gasps> Prosecutors and a judge want to keep him behind bars until his trial starts in May. Wow. This is just one example of what our Justice Department is doing to people. Now, did he do a few things wrong? Yes, but trust me, nothing in comparison to what we saw for weeks and months on end in major cities across this country while the same people were being let off by prosecutors and judges. Well, they were being bailed out by Kamala Harris, first of all. So they weren't they weren't they weren't kept in solitary confinement or kept in jail until trial. They were nope. bailed out by Kamala Harris. And then they were and then all across the country. We had charges dropped. He uh, th- is this Bruno Kua, I think his name is out yes. of Milton, yes, Georgia. Is. Yeah, I heard his story. Yes. There's also the story. I don't know if he's ever been let out. The cowboy, the guy who called himself the something cowboy out, out, out of Arizona. And the judge even said that he refused to declare that Joe Biden was the winner. And that was a main reason for why they were keeping him in jail. That's right. I wrote about him too, Coy Griffin. Uh, he's actually from New Mexico. Oh, he was sorry, charged with one count of trespassing. He didn't even go inside the Capitol. He did nothing wrong. He didn't assault a police officer. He had no weapons on him. He was in a restricted area, they said. So he was charged with trespassing, also held without bond, finally let off by uh, Beryl Howell, who is the uh, D.C. District uh, Judge. Keep in mind, every single case is being tried out of D.C., the same beltway judicial system that has gone after Trump and his associates for the past four or five years and still want to. They are transporting people from their home states into Washington, D.C., to face a virtual trial. There's there's no there's nothing happening in person in Washington, D.C. There's no reason to have people transported to the nation's capital, but that's what they're doing to add pile on, punish guilty before proven innocent. Uh, it, more than uh, nearly 300 people now arrested and charged with various crimes related to January 6th. This is chilling. I don't understand how I, every American should be absolutely scared to death and horrified. Of course, we're not hearing this in the mainstream media anywhere. I'm looking up and, and I've got a local outlet. Okay, we got a great white shark off of Torrey Pines. Okay, yeah, but you know what? That is not as, that great white shark right now off of Torrey Pines is not as frightening to me, Julie Kelly, as the, as the top law enforcement agency in the land and our Department of Justice targeting American citizens for persecution to criminalize them for their speech, for, for, for who they are as individuals. And That's and right. even and, and you can tell me, oh, but Andrew, they committed crimes, but the punishment isn't fitting the crimes because we're not doing that with BLM and Antifa. We're, we're actually not doing this to, to terrorists at Gitmo. They're not getting this kind of crappy treatment. We are letting murderers and armed robbers, we're letting felons out of jail by the thousands in major cities. We have Democrats who want no cash bail. I live in Illinois. We, my governor just signed the first no cash bail bill uh, in the country. At the same time, we have dozens of people charged with various crimes related to January 6th who are being held without bond, without bail. Uh, they, they have no chance to even get out. And I mean, this uh, Bruno Kua's trial isn't even scheduled to start until May. He's already been in jail since February 5th. He is 18 years old. He wow. is a senior in high school. So you are kind of the es- expert in my mind of the Never Trumper Rhino movement. Um, mm-hmm. If only we had a conserv- enough conservatives, uh, you know, I, but even I, I had Andy Biggs on my show. I, we, I, and I, I, maybe it's my fault. I had him on to talk about other things. But where's the Republican Party in this? 
Well, Andy Biggs, God bless him. He's one of the few House mem- members actually who has some guts and a voice. But you know what, Andrew? That's my question. I watched the Senate Judiciary Committee, the entire hearing with Chris Ray yesterday. They just tap dance around. They they don't get to the heart of the issue. Not one senator asked Chris Ray why his agency is helping the Department of Justice build sedition cases against American citizens. No one asked him why his investigators or prosecutors from the DOJ are recommending to judges to keep people um, held behind bars without any chance of bond or bail um, based on nonviolent crimes. I mean, mm-hmm. these aren't even the people who are charged with assaulting police officers. These are nonviolent crimes. No one asked. They don't know, Andrea, and they don't care. No. Because the bottom line is they're as scared as anybody else that they don't want the either mob coming after them or the DOJ, they're gutless cowards, and it was on display yet again yesterday. I think that an even grosser display to me was Sitnik being being trotted out like a prop, like a movie prop, uh, and the rotunda to try to prey upon the hearts and the minds, flat out using his dead body as as a tool to manipulate and control the American people under the lie that he had been murdered at the Capitol on January 6th by Trump supporter. That's exactly right. That's what they did. That's what the New York Times seeded the story on January 8th, that he was murdered with a fire extinguisher by Trump loyalists. They cited two uh, anonymous law enforcement officials. Of course, that story fell apart. A few of us journalists started to ask a lot of questions. Um, they finally retracted the story on February 12th, the day before uh, Donald Trump was uh, acquitted by the Senate. And it has just completely disappeared. No one cares, even though they had police processions in the Capitol. They laid his remains in state. Joe Biden showed up with his wife and paid their respects. All of these optics that they used to orchestrate, uh, you know, uh, to orchestrate this drama against President Trump. Now we know two, two months later, no one has been charged. His family doesn't even know what happens. The D.C. Medical Examiner's Office refuses to release its autopsy or toxicology report, even though he's been cremated now for over a month. Wow. Um, yeah. Do we do we na- do really we need to be outraged at what's going on? Yeah, about it's disgusting. That we're being told. Yep. Uh, is it, why do, do we know yet? Has the name been released of the officer who shot Ashley Babbitt? No. Has not. Now we know we know what would would be the, be the situation if that That's had right. been yeah if that had been uh, a person who looked a little bit different than Ashley Babbitt we know what would be happening right now um, the if there is we could spend hours and hours and we're just gonna we're gonna keep hammering this ourselves about the ways in which this is being exploited for power and uh, I, I guess the my takeaway what I would want the American people to understand from this segment here is the extent in which we are becoming like NoCo. Cuba, China, with an oppressive government looking to persecute the, its citizens for political reasons. Wrap us up and give us your final thoughts, Julie Kelly. Right. So suddenly we're supposed to be worried about some Russian dissident, Sergei Navalny, and what Vladimir Putin's doing to him. We have political prisoners. We have had them. Uh, we continue to have them. But if this isn't, like you said, uh, Mike Flynn or even my friend Carter Page, these are... 18-year-old kids. These are innocent Americans who the DOJ is trumping up charges against them uh, in this vicious campaign that they continue against Trump and, and his supporters. 
Well, I thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for being here. I know it's late back there. I have been hounding Julie Kelly, by the way, to get her on because she's so in demand and the time change is different. And I just thank you so much uh, for being here and your work. I appreciate it. Thank you. And everybody, thank you so much. Y'all need to read her work. Uh, Go to uh, at AM Greatness uh, on Twitter. Follow her there and read her articles. And I thank you so much, Julie Kelly. Have a great night, Andrea. Thanks. You too. All right, stay tuned. We got more to talk about. We got to get into a little bit of this immigration because it's that's a big story all over the country right now. And of course, some of it's got to do right here at home in San Diego. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E A K Dynamite and Address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Breaking news. The illegal alien smuggling operation with 25 illegals shoved in an SUV that crashed with a big rig um, was actually a human illegal alien smuggling operation. Like we didn't know. They did it, They did everything they could do to keep from telling us that. But evidently somebody saw it driving through a hole in a fence. Okay, so um, they, they might as well. I don't know why they bothered to do that. They probably could have just come to the border because, you know what, we're welcoming them in. There's reports, uh, potato skins. The New York Times is reporting. I don't have a number, but the New York Times is reporting that we are housing in, quote, high-rise hotels in downtown San Diego. It's illegal few news stories I've missed, but doesn't surprise me. And, and you know what? That would cost. Most people want to come to America's finest city for vacation, hit the beaches. You typically you're going to spend about 300 a night. Easy. And that's that's who's so that's where people because because we only have so many high rise hotels in downtown San Diego and they're they're not exactly two stars. OK, so they're being put up in really nice places. But. Uh, and I don't know the status, the COVID status of those. That that wasn't in the report. But we do know that over a 100 illegal aliens tested. First, Joe Biden wasn't testing any. Then they started testing them. And they just let them go. They just let them go. Well, he's like, well, we got to let them go because how are they going to get to their final destination? Andrea's convenient timing now that, in my mind, Texas has completely reopened. And now there is this little band of... Uh, immigrants with Corona running around. Well, you know, I, here's the thing. You, if you are somebody, it, it can't be two things. Either you or, or, well, let me put it this way. Either COVID was a bunch of crap. And that's why the Biden administration, just like, you know, Gavin Newsom tells you you can't go to a restaurant, oh, don't worry but, about it. but either, either the COVID's a bunch of crap and they know it. And that's why they don't care about bringing in people testing positive for it and spreading it all around. Or they know that it's a deadly disease and they're happy to infect you with it and have you or your family members die so that they can increase the dependency class for power. Which one is it? I'll leave it for you guys to. to it's not hard to figure out. Yeah, it ain't hard to figure out which one it is. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow night. Thank you to my guests, Dr. Steve Turley, Julie Kelly. Thank you, Skins. Thanks to the listeners. Good night, all.